We turn to the Indiana State House, where lawmakers are gathering right now for a special legislative session. The main item on the agenda today? Well, it's a bill that would make Indiana one of the states with the most severe abortion restrictions. Our underlying goal is to protect human life, promote more adoption and less abortion, by limiting abortion to the life of the mother, rape, and incest, and by being compassionate and supporting pregnant women, some of whom find themselves in extremely difficult circumstances. That was Republican Senator Roderick Bray, the Indiana Senate president. Vice President Kamala Harris is also in Indianapolis. She's meeting with the Democratic caucus to discuss protecting abortion rights. WBEZ reporter Mike Puente is at the Indiana State Library where that meeting is taking place. And he joins us now. Hey, Mike. Hi, Sasha. How are you? Doing well. Tell us, where exactly are you? Set the scene. I'm hearing a lot of noise there. That's right. Well, I just um, I just exited the Indiana uh, State Library, where Vice President Kamala Harris was speaking with Democratic uh, the Democratic Caucus. So right outside now, you've got thousands of people who are marching around the Indiana Capitol um, for looking for reproductive rights, pushing for reproductive rights. Can you hear what they're saying? Uh, let's see. You know, sort of things like uh, hands off our body, you know, keep abortion. There's yeah. a whole bunch of different signs. Yeah. Well, well, tell us a bit, Mike, about this bill that uh, I mentioned that was introduced by Indiana Republicans last week. What are the main takeaways? Well, the main takeaways is that it, it would essentially ban abortion in Indiana, except for just a few exceptions. One would be for rape incest, uh, to save the mother's life, and what's called fatal fetal anomaly, where uh, they can detect if there's something fatal or fatally wrong with the baby. Uh, but other than that, um, there would be no exceptions for, for abortion. And the ban would start at zero weeks? Uh, correct. Wow. You know, as we mentioned, Vice President Kamala Harris arrived in Indiana, Indianapolis this morning ahead of the special session. Let's listen to what she had to say. We are looking at an interpretation of the Constitution that suggests Clarence Thomas said the quiet part out loud, <laughs> that this puts at risk an individual's right to make decisions about contraception, puts at risk the right to marry the person you love. So when we discuss this issue and when we contemplate what it means, understand that it could have a profound impact on just about everyone in our country who has any association or interest or concern about these various issues. Mike, in a statement, Indiana Republican Party Chairman Kyle Hupfer called her visit a political stunt. At this point, how much influence does Vice President Harris have? Well, Sasha, it's going to be very difficult because right now in Indiana, Democrats are vastly outnumbered. The Republicans hold supermajorities in both chambers, 39 to 11 in the Senate and 71 to 29 in the House. So, again, Democrats are outnumbered, but she brings a very loud and powerful voice. Um, And as you can see, just well, as I can see here, there's thousands of demonstrators outside the state capitol. That kind of pressure sometimes can have uh, an impact uh, on the lawmakers, including Republicans. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned, Mike, the the proposal 
you know, it, it bans abortion after zero weeks. It ended up being more severe than both conservatives and progressives expected. Is that right? That's right. That's right. But there's still there's still a, a, a chance for an entirely total ban on abortion without the exceptions. There are some extreme conservatives in the, in the Republican caucus in Indiana who want to see an entire ban with no exceptions, none, not for rape, incest, or anything like that. Um, and that, that could still happen because those are some very loud voices among the Republican GOP. Mm-hmm. Do we know what's behind this push for, for such a restrictive proposal, Mike? Well, I think it's, it's uh, mimicking what you're seeing all across the country where there are you know, red states that are imposing these extreme measures for abortion. Um, I, I think they're just following that trend um, to ab- ban abortion in just about every form. Yeah, and, and we can hear the, the protesting getting even louder behind you, Mike. Have they been out there for a while? Have you been able to talk to any of them? I haven't had a chance to talk to any of them. We were stuck inside the library as uh, the vice president was still speaking with the caucus. He wouldn't let us leave. Once she's left, we were able to, able to come outside. I haven't had a chance to speak to anybody, but you do see the signs like uh, keep abortion safe and legal, uh, my body, my choice, respect my existence, a whole bunch of different signs. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're talking about the proposed abortion ban in Indiana. Lawmakers there are convening today for a rare special session to debate several bills, including a near-total ban on abortion. Uh, Here to break it down for us is WBEZ Northwest Indiana reporter Mike Puente. If you heard that chanting in the background, that's protesters behind Mike, who's on scene right now in uh, Indiana. Uh, Mike, uh, here in Illinois, our special sessions, they're actually pretty common, right? But that isn't the case in Indiana. So how significant is today's special session? Yeah, it looks like the line is breaking up. Are you, are you stepping away from the protesters, Mike? Are you yeah, able to? I'm walking, I'm walking away a little bit just to get a better signal. Okay. <laughs> Live radio. Live radio. There you go. Okay, I think I can hear you better now. Yes. So uh, I was talking about the fact that, uh, you know, special sessions, which we've come to know as being very common here in Illinois, that isn't the case in Indiana. So talk about the significance of this special session that's happening now. Oh, that's right. It's not it's not typical at all. In fact, really, this is the first time they're having it. It was basically set up as a way to kind of rein in the governor of Indiana last year when the the, uh, pandemic was... uh, was exploding and he was instituting mass mandates and restrictions to, you know, uh, visiting churches and a lot of his own people in the Republican Party were against this. So as a way to somewhat mitigate that, they they passed a law that would allow for the governor to call a special session. Now, this special session was supposed to only deal with a uh, sort of a rebate for taxpayers. Indiana has a $6 billion surplus to get some of that money back to Hoosiers. But once Roe versus Wade was uh, overturned by the Supreme Court, uh, the Republican lawmakers saw it as an opportunity to also address abortion and mm-hmm. try to institute a near total ban. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Senate Republicans have a supermajority, uh, but what folks should know is that there's not unity on the issue of abortion among the ranks. Right, Mike? 
I didn't hear that last question. No sorry. unity uh, on the issue of abortion, even though uh, the Senate Republicans there have a supermajority. That's right. That's right. I mean, there right now there there there's some a, a little discussion among the GOP about how extreme are they going to go again. There are those in the Indiana Republican caucus who want to see an entirely total ban on abortion, while there are some who are who want to carve out some exceptions. Yeah. Well, what we want to know, and I'm sure what those protesters want to know, is this proposal expected to pass? Sasha, you know, you know, it's hard to predict on something like this only because of the political pressure. There's a lot of a lot of protesters out here and lawmakers, you know, they they do feel that. And I I I feel that there this Senate Bill 1 which would restrict abortion but with some carve-outs for exceptions for rape, incest, things like that. I think it will probably pass, pass in Indiana. And that will have a, an impact on Illinois because, as you know, you know, so many people live in northwest Indiana. Mm-hmm. If they won't have access to abortion, they will have to cross the state line into Chicago That's or, right. or suburban Illinois. Yeah. You know, and this is not the only proposal related to pregnant people that the Indiana Senate is actually taking up right now. There are actually two other bills. Both have to do with support for pregnant people. Can you tell us about those? That's right. Um, I'm not too familiar with that one. I do know some of the other provisions that they're talking about with the legislation is also that would almost look to criminalize abortion as well. And those are some of the things that the Democratic lawmakers are also concerned about. Oh, wow. So criminalizing for for folks seeking an abortion, not just seeking, but also the providers. I mean, there there would be uh, there would have to be uh, so much paperwork and reporting on who's, who's doing what, what doctors are doing what, and then you start to getting into the uh, issue of privacy yeah. uh, with the HIPAA law. So there's a, there's a lot of consternation about that. Yeah, one of the, uh, the two other bills I was talking about, one looks like it proposes providing inflation relief, and the other would provide additional resources to help mothers and, and children. Um, and there's another interesting point about this entire story here, Mike, that uh, the bill isn't being assigned to the Senate Health Committee, which happens to be 50 percent women. Uh, instead, it's assigned to the Senate Rules and Legislative Procedures Committee. Does that tell us something? Because it, it seems like an odd committee to be taking up a bill on abortion access. Well, if you talk to Democrats, that is a major issue with them. They say, you know, the, the Health Committee has actually lawmakers who have a expertise or a background in health care who can address some of these issues. By going uh, to the to the rules committee, it's basically ma- turning it into primarily a just a political issue, and not even not considering the health ramifications of such a ban that would that would happen if it was to be imposed. So you know, as you you mentioned a, a moment ago, of course, there's going to be a, a ripple effect if if this was to get uh, approved. Here in Illinois, we're already seeing this spike in folks coming from other states here to seek abortion services because, uh, you know, this is an abortion-safe state. What happens next, though, in the, in the process for this this bill, Mike? And what are you going to be watching for in the, in the next few days of this legislative session? Well, it's kind of unpredictable a little bit how long this whole process is going to take. Today, they're going to do a sort of, I think they already did the first reading this morning. There's going to be a second reading this afternoon where there's going to be some debate. But then it's going to start to slow up a little bit. So this whole process could possibly take about two weeks to actually go through the entire thing. 
What I'm going to be looking for is just in, in changes to the law and in, in to see if some of the protesting is, is going to have an impact on swaying Republican leadership one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes those calls, those emails, those uh, protesting in, 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 a, in front of a person's home or office, that can have an impact on how they decide um, the final outcome of this. But that, that last day where the bill is going to be read, the third reading, you know, you know there's going to be some really um, uh, heavy debate on both sides of the issue. And the Democrats, even though they are outnumbered, they, are, they often do not go, they don't go down without a fight. They'll, they'll say their piece and um, they'll at least get their voices heard. That's WBEZ's Mike Puente. He'll be in Indianapolis over the coming days. So check right back here with WBEZ for more on the very latest from there. Thanks for the update, Mike. Thank you, Sasha. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.